I'm Vince Hollywood Kelvin. You are listening to Aphrodite's podcast. Tonight is a special edition on how to thrive with parents. Andy, welcome. Welcome to the call. We are addressing tonight uh, letting go of the illusion that a 10 is special. Number one, we need to define what a 10 is to you. Simply said, it's any woman whose beauty would destabilize you. Any woman who you would not be sure whether to approach her or not, and if you did, you wouldn't be just as usually at ease as you are, okay? No one is there to decide to tell you what's a 10 or not, and it doesn't matter. There's always that next woman, that next beauty that initially will destabilize you. So now that we've defined what a 10 would be, it's a bit of a paradox. It's a contradiction because by giving them a higher number, we are indeed putting them on a pedestal. And that's where it begins to go wrong because we're fooled by the flesh, the shell And if we address the shell, then, of course, we are probably not going to be as comfortable as we need to be. Now, throughout the years, two decades in the making, I've had guys who ask me, how do you approach a celebrity? How do you approach a model? How do you approach an adult film star? How do you approach a Miss whatever, Miss America, Miss this, Miss that? How do you approach a true beauty? How do you approach a stripper? Whatever the specialty might be. The secret is to not approach that because you are not that. So the secret is to approach the human being. And here's the next distinction. And we will take questions. And tonight I want to do something very, very, very special for everybody on the call. I want to dedicate at least 10 minutes to give you a sample of the kind of guided process you can do to desensitize yourself because it is impossible for a man who appreciates beauty to not be destabilized by it and to also realize that we're all human beings and if you begin to realize that the problem was you were fooled by the flesh. And if you yeah, Tom start from to Vegas. instead... Hey, Tom, how are you? Pretty uh, good, Vince. How about yourself? Right now, beautiful. We're talking about uh, a lovely topic, beauty. So uh, <laughs> please be certain to mute yourself. Uh, oh. You can unmute when you ask questions. You press star six to mute Got yourself. It. Do it right. So many gifts are awaiting during this call. I want to take a lot of questions from you guys, but we got to be certain that we understand that the impression from the outside is not the experience from the inside. Today, it was very interesting for me because I came across three beauties. And uh, again, if you don't mind muting yourself, there's a, there's a couple, uh, there's a 908. I'm, I'm going to mute you. All right, nothing personal. We just could hear you. Great. So today I encountered three beauties. The first one, upbeat, Ah, more muting. 
if you're in a loud place, you press star six, and you can unmute yourself later on pressing star six again. All right, enough logistics. Meanwhile, the first beauty that I encountered today was very upbeat, very courteous, and self-assured. I've noticed that she was pleasant to everyone around. She was ordering a beverage. She was pleasant to the person. She kind of smiled at other people, but not in a flirtatious way. More like that was a pleasant, self-assured, upbeat human being. The second one was a little bit of a disaster. Not in a bad way. Still pleasant, fun, but a little bit of a party girl. That one was interesting is that she was talking nonsense, and the more nonsense I talked to her, I mean, ridiculous stuff, putting her back in place with a smile, left and right, the more she appreciated it. And the third one was very shy, reserved, humble, and would easily blush. So it would be so easy to be fooled into approaching every beautiful girl as if they all were the same. It's something we already know, but we got to dig deeper. I love the approach of Aphrodite, Aphrodite's teaching, is you set a high standard. And you don't set a high standard with the obligation to meet it all the time. You set it as a point of reference so more is revealed. I repeat this. This is by far, I think, one of the most efficient ways to make a lot of progress, real progress, genuine progress. So you set a super high standard, not from a place of being obligated to meet it, but to use it as a trigger so more is revealed. And there, the test would be, how often do you discriminate because of beauty? And you discriminate in two directions. You treat them special when they are not. They're just another human being. And uh, you demean yourself, uh, not granting yourself to be addies, to feel capable. You take it a little overly personally. So you set that standard that you should be addies with every human being around you. And you notice when it's a little bit different. And that's the bigger part, you know. I think that for too long, the problem has been, ah, I need to mute one more person, 702476, would you kindly mute yourself by pressing star six, and you can unmute when you want to ask a question. I can do it for you as well. Here I am. It's kind of fun, that little click button to mute. Okay, so uh, without any further ado, I think the biggest mistake ever made ever made was that it started from falseness and then everything around that was designed to correct something that was off to start with. So the idea was that beauty was different, that it needed to be treated differently based on that, nagging, uh, ignoring, and so on. But that would be presupposing that the inside, meaning the, the emotional aspect of the person, the spiritual aspect of the person, the mental aspect of the person, their affairs, the way they treat everything, uh, is equal to their beauty. 
And that's bullshit. So then all techniques designed around it and that false presupposition, a guy is not talking to a 10 because they think that she's special. We need to erode that. I created a masterpiece of a resource this weekend that includes deep guided processes to really erode that. And then you attract because you're the one man that is no longer fooled by the beauty. Uh, let's open the floor to elevate the quality even more by telling me where you're at, what questions you have. So far, we covered that, uh, number one, it's essential to not address the flesh, but to speak to the human being within. I created this weekend this incredible resource with a series of really powerful, deep exercises, so it starts to shift. And you know, what's amazing is that I noticed that even though I'm the one who created the exercises and I've done them for quite some time, I noticed a shift today, even more significant, a shift today of even greater ease in the presence of beauty. So I'm thrilled and I'm ready to answer any question you may have. We're not limited to the idea of thriving with tens. We can uh, clarify. Yep. Uh, I didn't get the name of the person, and I wouldn't search too far. You're welcome oh, to unmute Kate, yourself. Kate, Kate, Kate Beckinsale, the actress, Kate Beckinsale? Yeah. And uh, uh, Pete, what has he done? Uh, she's all over the media now with Pete Davidson, that Saturday Night Live comic guy. I mean, he's, like, making an honor with her on, on the, uh, at the Ranger Games. He's all over the Howard Stern show. He's... He's dated Andrea Grande. What is, why is he so special? They say he's uh, very large downstairs. He's not really a big star star, is he? I don't know what his game is. Uh, that's reaching for the star. That's what I wanted to ask. I went to mute because I, I'm in a loud area. That's why I went to mute. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And so uh, she, she's a true beauty? No, no, no. I'm still here. Hello? Yeah, uh, I'm well, still confused by the question. Like, uh, well, he's reaching for the stars. How is he getting, like, these super celebrity hotties? He's a dork, I think. I don't know. He's, he's, uh, he was, he's all over the over Howard Stern show, the news. Everyone's talking about him. He's, he's doing so amazing with his pickup. Can you explain the difference between me and uh, someone like that, I guess? How... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Yeah, we got it. First and foremost, everybody, it's always what we pay attention to. And we can pay attention to the exception or pay attention to the norm. So there, you, you tend to pay attention to the norm and then look for an exception as if this is exceptional what it's doing, and it would be 
no, more normal to not have that. I would recommend uh, you flip that around, okay? You know that beauty is no exception. It's a human being within. One of the exercises I can give you a hint given during Thrive with a 10 is to sit with yourself for ideally 20 minutes. And I don't mean sitting down. To, to really pay attention, to be with yourself for 20 minutes and to identify and kind of log your emotional and mental fluctuations and all the little preoccupations that come to mind, okay? Uh, it might be you have a little physical sensation, you're remembering something that you forgot to do, you're debating, should I do this, should I do that? You know how we pile up stuff in front of us with a lot of obligation, and most of the time it doesn't happen that way. Now, it's to realize that what's happening within you is no different than what's happening within a beauty. So the, the flesh that you see is not sparing them that internal agitation that we all go through. It is also, that's why I gave the example, I don't know if you heard the beginning of the call. Today, three beauties, one self-assured, upbeat, and pleasant to pretty much everybody around. Now, you could have an ugly girl be like that. Uh, the second one was a little bit of a disaster, and the more I insulted her, the more she seemed to love it, and she was laughing. The third one was shy, humble, polite, and was blushing. So we tend to think that the experience for them is different because they're beautiful. It's just another person. So if we had 10 girls in front of us, there might be a super beauty that's totally fucking stuck up and thinks that, that she's the shit. There might be another beauty that's very humble and would be a little shy and might prefer another type of guy than, than the guy who would be like her physical match, oftentimes beauty doesn't like to be physically matched because females are very competitive and they like to be the beautiful one, okay? And you could have an ugly one that's also very stuck up and thinks she's very important. So we got to peel that off, okay? Then it's also um, the guy has something going on for himself. So yeah, women will always be after an opportunity, and I don't mean the opportunity, money. It may be knowledge. It may, it may be comfort. But men are seen as providers. We've got to provide an experience. So for you, you've got to start to really work your game. We did that, that topic specifically this weekend, Thrive with 10. Yet it is not by itself sufficient. Uh, it would require for a person to have solid game to start with. But if you only take that first explanation and you hang in there, hang in there, and you know that you could come across a beauty and she is really non-responsive, but you could come across another one later on and you will be surprised. Also, we need to, to know that uh, it's, it's, it's nothing new. Uh, it's not a match of beauty out there. Uh, I, I have yet to see every beautiful woman with a beautiful man. Uh, most of the time, they are not with beautiful men because we also learn 
through the teaching of Aphrodite that uh, that is not their primary attraction. Now, of course, the basics are always the basics. You know, if a guy is not well-spoken, I mean, he still would be capable, but he's not applying himself and studying advanced levels of communication. He's kind of neglecting his fitness, grooming, and fashion. He doesn't really know how to uh, thrive socially. Uh, he doesn't really take charge of his life. Then uh, those are further handicaps, but we could always be surprise, and know also that the media are the media. Around media, uh, there's always a gimmick somewhere, somehow. Uh, it could also be that girls are starting to get media attention through him. I don't know. I'm not him, but I want to tell you one thing. The observation that you broke, you notice that I'm unaware of it myself, okay? And maybe randomly I could become aware of it. But if, let's say, even a guy sent me that article, I often have guys who send me an article from the media. I am not interested in knowing, in knowing that kind of stuff. I don't pay attention to that. I pay attention to skills. I pay attention to spirituality that makes sense. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. This is not the kind of focus that will get you where you want to go. We are Thank you so much for the question. We are ready for the next one. If you're new on the call, send me a quick email. Bins at seductioncoaching.com. I will make it worth it for you. I'm going to send you a lot of preparation material. In the meantime, who's going next? Some of you are muted. So in case, press star six. Hey, Vince, this is Akash. Sorry, I was muted. My question is regarding a couple beauties I met this weekend. Um, there was four girls that I met, and one of them, uh, I, she looked at me, I commented to her, and uh, the others, one of the others was kind of nasty to me. Uh, what could I have done in this situation to handle the beauty better? To do what? To handle the beauty better. Okay, Let, let's start with a little bit of clarification. I was obligated to create a mutual understanding to use common pickup jargon and guy jargon, tens and beauty. Okay? Try to explain the premise not using that. But that in itself is very counterproductive. You do only one thing. You address the fucking human being. And... There's a fine line of awareness that can only be reached through really engaging yourself into practices and exercises, which are all collected in the Thrive with Tens. And I know you, I believe, were part of it, so you didn't watch live, or I don't know if you got to do the exercises. Raji from them, Vegas. Them, I'm muting now. All right. Awesome. So um, the, the fine line is when you stop approaching beauty like it's beauty. You see it. So we're going to do a hierarchy. Number one, remind yourself, humans. It's all humans. It's only humans. The aspect within 
is independent of the aspect without. I was talking about a girl, uh, probably one of the first true 10 that, that I've had early in my career. Uh, that girl was very against the idea of enhancing her beauty or using her beauty. She was very modest. She went to Tibet. At some point, she shaved her head, but even with her head shaved, she was still very attractive. So it's not the flesh that decides. Okay? The combination on the inside could be any combination that you see elsewhere, in elders, in youth, in, in badasses, in all the different types. You're mindful of that. Now you're going to automatically, so you put a thick layer of understanding of addressing humans. Number two, you will let the appeal of beauty, you like beauty, you like what's pleasant to, to look at. And it will kind of destabilize you initially. So that too, you got to work on it. First, you become aware of it. Then you do a series of exercises because we become abnormal when we look at beauty. Us men. You see it. You know, I've witnessed crazy shit in my life. I witnessed a bunch of cops arresting someone, being really focused, and suddenly a stunning-looking girl passes by and you see them lose their focus and look at her. I've witnessed businessmen the typical suit-wearing businessmen, highly focused in the middle of business negotiation, suddenly pay attention to beauty. The waitress arrives, they're doing it around the meal, and you can tell they're all getting weird. That's why it's common in business sometimes to use, to use women, advertisers, they use, they sell, most alcoholic beverage are sold by using beauty. So it will destabilize you. So you need to know that, and then you need to properly credit what is happening. So it's a try it to start with. I can give you more, but why don't we start with this, and then we'll handle your specific situation. So your try it consists of, number one, come back until it's really deepened within you, your consciousness, your psyche, that you're addressing human beings. Don't be fooled by beauty. If it's a mantra, you need to repeat to yourself. You got to catch yourself also. You got, you're going to see beauty and you got to bring it back to first. Like, okay, that's just another human being. Second, you're going to be a little bit destabilized by beauty. The look of it, you're going to feel it. It's going to entice you. You're being seduced. Flesh appeal. In that moment, you need to recognize that it's just that, that you're responding to wiring. And on top of that, you have appreciation for it. And who has the appreciation? You. So you bring the energy back to you and you go, look at me. Mm. <laughs> I do have good taste. You talk to yourself like that short sentences that resonate for you. And then you remind yourself, it's just a human being. And then you go wander to see can she handle her beauty? What is she made of within? And uh, you do not approach the beauty. You approach the human being. There's a series of openers that, that make that clear. Okay? So you acquaint yourself with those openers. You create them. 
And you have a second triad. So then you got to enter from a place of I'm one human talking to one human. That will be different because usually guys will pile up compliment or try to impress okay? or asking her for something. So you differentiate yourself. Um, as you do that, if her response is not strong or immediate or pleasant to you, know that this, the next part of the second triad is you are going to take it overly personally. If it was a drunken, homeless person talking back to you like that, you would see nothing or very little in it. You would not question yourself. So that too, we need to exterminate that. Their advice is not more valid. It's just another human being. It's not more valid. So it takes a lot of desensitization. That is why I have created, through the teachings of Aphrodite, this series of 10 exercises to thrive with 10. Now, in that specific situation, I have a pure pickup standpoint. You're doing awesome. I would lighten this up even more. It's important to know what you could do with situations, but it's also important in the situation to know that it doesn't matter at all and to be ready to move in a variety of directions. One is, all right, that's what they did. Who the fuck cares? This is my chance to not be bothered at all by what other humans may do around me. That's one opportunity. The other opportunity is, you, you just ease and, and, and you go in more easily, ease your body, you laugh, and you go, ah, oh, you two are quite a pair or, or, or a little something like that, okay? The, the third option is that you go towards uh, the uh, next nearest person that you see and you start an interaction right next to them. You have many options. Do remember also? This is a powerful, important distinction. And even if you know it, apply yourself to do this better. Whenever you have a group of girls and one is a little bit more beautiful than the other one, then make sure you address everybody else in the group, at least initially. Or if you don't know that, they are going to feel a little less comfortable. And then know also that it's not different. It's your response to their responses. And you hang in there a little bit. I, I want to give you an example. A girl was talking with another girl. They were both fairly good looking. Then I make a comment. One of them that goes, what the fuck? Can you tell we're having a conversation? Yeah. I eased my body. I gave them a big smile. I opened my arms in a non-threatening way, and I go, uh, continue your conversation, but I got to congratulate you. Shock. What do you mean? I got to congratulate you. Uh, that is the strongest, harshest response I've witnessed in some time. Turn my body to the side a little bit, laughing. I can't imagine the amount of guys right now that would be running away crying with their, 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 their dicks between uh, their legs. And I didn't even say it well because there's an expression, but I'm not even, I, at the time I didn't say it well, okay? And they giggled, and 
after that, they came back to me. They said, you're too funny. What were you saying? Now, there's also a law of influence, which we talked about with, with the ten. No one, no one <clears throat> will dare going unless they are completely wasted or mentally unstable. No one will dare going against what is greater than them unless it's a desperate situation. Okay? A small guy, unless it's a desperate situation, is not going to attack a big fighter. Or if he's attacked, he may try to defend himself. But he knows that he has a disadvantage. So you've got to find the place where they cannot go comfortably as far as you go. I'll give you three examples. This is prime information for the topic of tonight, Thrive with Ten. We're all humans. Whomever can remain in a greater state of ease will be a gravitating point that will often cause others to regain ease. So if you hear a silly ass comment, you just ease your body. You see nothing into it. You soften your face, and you do a nonverbal like, oh, okay, okay, and watch how they are going to calm down. So go further into ease and not being attached to meaning than them. The second one, if you're more flexible with your delivery, you could stretch further at the level of your volume, at the level of your speed, at the level of getting playful, at the level of putting on different accents, at the level of making fun of yourself, you will destabilize them. So in your delivery, make sure that they unconsciously register that at that level you are greater than them. Okay? And the last one is inner strength and stability. And oftentimes, for me, it shifted. If they would put me back in place, I would feel miserable and they would get worse with me. And I like edgy chicks. Uh, after a while, they tamed down a little bit. And then more and more, I had girls who would go, no, no, I like this guy. Her friend would come back saying, no, no, I like this guy. Or they would change their mind. They would start a little harsh, and then they would be, actually, you call. It's because they could feel that I scored higher at those three levels. And one basic of influence, whomever you want to influence, okay? Avoid influencing them, trying to influence them where they are stronger than you. You're not going to outperform a comedian by trying to be funny if they are funnier than you. You're going to get your fucking ass kicked, okay? You're not going to outperform the coolness of someone who's pretty swag if you cannot top what they're doing. But you can destabilize them with peculiar specific language. Destabilize them. And it's so easy to destabilize someone. You know one thing that I recommend? In nightclubs, a lot of people go... The problem is that you cannot be heard. What if they don't hear you? Oh, it's too loud. Hello, it's loud for every fucking body in the nightclub. So don't worry about being heard. Me, on the contrary, I say things and I say them strong. My mannerism is strong. It's engaged. That already don't make sense until they go, what? And now any human being, no matter how beautiful, that goes in the route of, I didn't understand, can you repeat? What is now more vulnerable? Okay? 
So you got to know they're vulnerable. They're, they're, they're easy and they're all different. They're all fucking different. So move through it pretty fast. Don't worry so much about that one or this one. Stop discriminating beauty and you'll make wonderful headways. Let me see what time it is. Uh, why don't we do this, everybody? Uh, first and foremost, if you didn't get the tribe with uh, tens, okay, this is last call, last chance. And if you're listening to the recording, so message me, contact me. And if you're listening to the recording in the description, there is a link that will allow you to get it. But if you get it tonight and you're calling live and you contact me, it will be further discounted. Uh, in the meantime, why don't we do, you cannot listen to this if you are currently driving, but why don't we do a little process to give you a glimpse and an idea of the, the, the kind of reconditioning you need. And you'll notice it's going to be brief. If you kind of knew, don't do anything too special uh, to, to really erode the conditioning. Because we're responding to conditioning and truth will be, you, you simply can be at ease no matter how beautiful they are. And when you become more at ease than any other man out there, or than most men, you will notice the human that they are. See, if you're all preoccupied, you go, oh my God, she's so beautiful, and you're not sure how well you're going to do, and you push a little bit and you try to be cool, you will miss out on her blushing on her giving clues that she's not that comfortable herself, of her not being aware of how much she impacts you, then you will probably also come across the same way than any other guy. But if you just enter it, a great exercise would be talk to a person that, whose physique does not impact you at all and notice how you're talking. And after that, talk to a beauty and go back and forth and bring more of the first one into the second one. By the way, here's a great opener, okay? You, you arrive and you go, oh, so evil. I notice those guys staring at you. Are you even aware of the impact that you have? Because you cannot feel it, you. But the impact, even I, normally I'm not like that. I'm looking at you. I feel it a little bit. Why is that, do you think? That's abnormal. Stop being so evil, okay? I love that. It's always the delivery. Meanwhile, uh, wherever and however you can get comfortable, not while you are driving. You can keep your eyes open or close them. Start to notice your breathing. Don't search too far. And allow yourself to be slightly more at ease. Not even a relaxation, but simply notice where you could comfortably be naturally slightly more at ease rapidly. Ease your face a little bit, your shoulders. Reposition your body so you're slightly more comfortable. And imagine that with every breath out, even if you're not really paying attention to your breathing, now, all sense of overinvestment towards beauty, as far back as you can remember, and even before that, every breath out helps you to clear that nonsense. And not only now as you're hearing me, also afterwards, whether you remember that it's taking place or not. From this moment on, every breath out is clearing your system and consciousness of overinvesting into beauty 
of treating it differently, of not being sure that you're sufficient. Without even realizing that it's taking place, every breath in is making you more aware that you're a human like them, they're a human like you, so you find more ease in natural ways to find yourself talking efficiently, naturally, with women, no matter how beautiful they are. And this begins to change for you now. And start to imagine how good it would feel for you to notice that it is starting to change now, even if parts of you don't believe that you could, even if you tried before, no matter what your mind may have told you up until now or still tell you now, if you think, Vince, that would be nice, but I don't feel that. It doesn't matter. It's a sign that you're releasing the old ways that were just illusions. Imagine what's the most comfortable you could be in addressing beauty. And you see beyond the flesh. You acknowledge your appreciation of it. And you feel very grateful that you have that ability to appreciate beauty. And it's you who has it. It helps you. Refocus your energy towards you. And reconnect with deeper levels of your own masculinity. Because us men, the first and biggest appeal we have towards the feminine is the looks, beauty. The feminine, that's not their primary appeal. Their primary appeal is a man who owns himself, who does not apologize for who he is. So every breath in is helping you to also own yourself more and more. With each new day to come closer to simply admitting that it's me, I will do everything that I can to refine myself, but that is me, that is who I am, and you carry yourself with more ease. A deeper level of true inner core approval. Begin to feel that and sense that. Meanwhile, every breath out further clears any prior experience. And the ideas you heard tonight make more and more sense. You let go of discriminating. You realize that it was foolish to ever think that because they look good, that their advice and opinion is more valid. Imagine being able to peel that off. Imagine letting go of the misconception that because she's better looking, her advice would be more valid. That is absolutely foolish. And there's already places that you know that it's foolish. Aside from thinking, oh, that'd be hard if it's a beauty doing. Would you, would you put a beauty in charge of your accounting, thinking that she'll do better with money because she's beautiful? Of course, it'd be hard if your doctor was a beauty. But would you trust that the doctor would be better because they are beautiful? There's many places already where you know that beauty does not matter. So that helps you to not take it any more personally than you would if it was 
a disgusting drunk or a guy that's gross that would say, you're an asshole. You would be like, what's wrong with that person? And all those ideas help you to find your own inner solidity, to make tremendous headways, to finally grant yourself access to the beauty you wanted without making it such a big deal anymore. With each new day, you see no difference. It's just other human beings with their own fears, their own faults, their own little hang-ups. You're no longer fooled by the shell. And it shows in your interaction. You speak freely. You speak naturally. You're no longer trying to impress them because you're more and more impressed by you. And even if it feels like a long way for you to reach this place now, you open your mind to it. And you realize that it's a return to something that is truer. So it's only natural. It's like coming out of a bad dream. You're realizing, what the fuck were you thinking? You're a man. You're powerful. It's your life. It's you. You're with you every day. So it's time that you grant yourself what you want. And you also embrace and appreciate the randomness. If you talk to 10 ugly girls... One might actually surprise you and be quite bright and friendly. An ugly girl will also vibe some great sexuality. You ever hugged an overweight woman and she gave you a really good tender hug? So you would recognize if you only spoke to very ugly girls that there's variety. So then you take that understanding towards beauty. So you don't make it so special, and you go to them fast, as if you're shopping for fruits, and you grab one, and it's not the one you wanted. You grab another one, you put it down, as you looking through jackets, and oh, not that one, not that T-shirt. Oh, that's interesting. So you go fast, which further desensitizes you. And I promise you, if you make it a habit to talk to every beauty, you will have surprisingly refreshing moments where one may be very classy, elegant. You will also have a whole bunch of imbeciles, of a whole bunch of shy ones. You may also be surprised. Suddenly you encounter one that's rather truly boring. Maybe once you'll be in bed with a beauty and you go, oh my God, she needs to take classes on how to have sex. She's not present in her body. Why did they give her that body? They should have given her a terrible body. All those ideas help you more and more. And you realize how important it is for you. How important it is. And imagine now. Because one technique we talked about in Thrive with Tens is when, no matter what your little hang-up may be, when you become aware of a more significant, greater reason and equation. I'll give you a silly example. Did you ever slack off with doing your homework, you postpone it, and then it's the day to do it, and then you do it because, and nothing has changed. You still don't want to do it. It's still not pleasant, but now the deadline becomes greater. So you got to start to explore reasons more deeply. For example, can you imagine the impact on you as a man, your psyche, the way you think about yourself? The difference between two routes, another 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, for some of us, 50, we're dead. Me, 50 years from now, I would be 100 years old. So 
<laughs> I don't know that I'd still be around. Maybe. A hundred, uh, 50 years go by, 10 years go by, this year goes by, in any direction you want to measure it, and you still tease yourself, you stare at beauty, you feel weird once in a while, you do a desperate approach, but you are all awkward in it. Uh, if you get a phone number, you get all invested. Imagine the weight of that on your shoulders if it doesn't change rapidly. On the other hand, and the ramification of it, how you feel around other men, how you feel with your work, how you feel with everything else. Imagine how you feel with your physique. What if you start to realize it's a hypnotic illusion? You talk to the, a sufficient amount of beauty, you will bet some. And you'll be surprised. Imagine, not one, but a few. Imagine granting yourself that gift to no longer be the guy who says, yeah, I do okay if it's a six or a seven or an eight, but imagine that this is resolved in your life right now. How valid would that be for you? How pleasantly do you go to sleep at night? How do you carry yourself differently and what other doors does that start to open? Wouldn't that be so well worth it? <sighs> Honor the part within you who appreciates beauty, but know it's also wiring. So make it less important. Know that you can have it, but it's not that important. Let all those ideas reach all of the right places within you. Let them go all the way to the core of your DNA. Let them go before, during, after. Let them be the key that opens the door. Let something click within you tonight and even more through repetition. And this is just a little sample. Imagine being able to hear something like that every day, sleeping with affirmations like that in the background. And a variety of one, different angles, different approaches. What a wonderful gift to the self. And we ask your powerful unconscious mind, that inner intelligence within you that regulates your digestion, your breathing, that takes care of all bodily function, that can assess when you walk and you're getting too close to something, that knows what first little nerve or muscle must move when you reach for an object. We let that part of you further this work until you notice significant changes. And you'll have to loop it because it's still going to destabilize you quite a bit. And that's okay. But you don't know how much more you need. And from their perspective, they are humans. And we forget that. And their internal manifestation, chances are, I want you to understand, their self-esteem is probably lower than yours. Why is that? Because... My girlfriend who was there during the recording attested, I witnessed it time and time again, women will obsess about their beauty. And if they're near perfection, or if most people would say, oh my God, she's perfect. To them, they're so close. It's like somebody who's in competition in sport, and they could be number one, but so far they're number three. So the obsession is much greater than the person who did not even enter the competition. So it turns into unhealthy obsession. Witness a beauty with a pimple. Witness a beauty staring at her butt, not being sure that it's exactly the way she wants it. 
Beauties are the first one to go get some additional Botox and things like that. So that means they don't really feel good about themselves. They don't. Let all those ideas open doors to even greater ideas, even if they are contrary to what you have thought and heard before. Let's handle this. And uh, every time you listen to this part of the recording, it helps you even more. I genuinely, humbly urge you from one man to another one to make sure that you grant yourself the gift of further recordings like that. Meanwhile, you stretch your body, you rub your hands together. Ah, and even if it's not that significant, you can open your eyes right now. I want you to also realize that those processes, like what we just did, are gradual. I've had many times when as I'm conducting it, and I've been doing this for years, and I do them in a very potent way, and of course, just like learning anything in life, the more you do it, the better you do it. So for me, I respond very rapidly, whether it's my own process or somebody else. But I notice sometimes I do it, and the most significant changes are not as I'm going through the experience, it's a little bit later or even a couple of days or a couple of weeks later. Okay, so I'm happy to take one more question. One last final recommendation uh, will be to get those recordings, those 10 exercises. It's unlike anything you ever expected, but grant yourself of that. It's a total of uh, four hours plus two hours of meditation. So contact me, message me if you want the discounted version or if you're listening to the recording, click on the link, and I can take one final question while you regain consciousness, full Hello, consciousness. this is Raj from Vegas. I wanted to know, uh, I'm having people come up to me, and they're saying, you're acting weird, the girls want you to leave. And they keep saying that it's not true, and I'm wondering if there's a way to, to circumnavigate this, because they're just trying to mug me, and uh, trying to take the girls away from me. Now, usually I come up, there's three or four girls, and I, I start talking to them. I talk to them 10 minutes, it's okay. But, uh, you know, some other guy come in, and, you know, I, I'm okay with him coming in. I could use a wing, but, uh, you, you know, they're, they're trying to push me out. I don't like this, and it's, it's a Okay, who are those guys? Do you know? Do you know who the guys are? Uh, are they guys that... Um don't know the girls, or are they guys that are with the girls? Not with the girls. Okay, so there's a lot you got to learn. I'm first going to tell you that. And uh, I urge everybody, you know, I am 20 years in the making, and I have to, I I really believe in self-honesty, first and foremost, and also finding a higher and a deeper truth. Uh, We all have male ego. As male, we have ego. If I genuinely look back on my career, I've always kicked ass, and I've done things that no man out there has ever done. I also have genuinely missed out a lot, and through time, I became aware of greater possibilities all the time, okay? And uh, all of that to say that for me, 20 years ago, There's footage of more than 20 years ago in 1995. You can see on YouTube footage of me in 1995. I pulled and bedded a girl. She has a big winter jacket because it's during the winter. But there's pictures of her at the end. She was a 10. She became a famous anchor in Italy 
on the news. Okay? And um, I'm pulling her, and you witness part of the pull. I also joke around and explain that at home, I have a girlfriend who's an adult film star, known one at the time. And that's in 1995. So that, my point is this. At that time, I didn't really have any reason, urgent reason, to really boost and improve my game. Okay? But every step that I took after that in helping others and helping me and helping them further and training people to train others and so on have revealed to me that there's so much more always. So be clever. You are taking steps, but... There are things you're not doing. I'm going to tell you right away. If you're in interactions with women and some random guys come talk, it's because of the following reason. And I'm not there seeing it, so I could further help you if I was to see it or through coaching or so on. Number one, it's your positioning. There's a certain way to stand next to people or a woman that subcommunicates that you don't know them yet. From the distance, it shows, either consciously or unconsciously, that you're interacting with a stranger, that you are a stranger to them. So they see you try, 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 and even though you may be doing good, and it boosts their confidence. Those guys are weak. Keep that in mind. I'll give you a little trick in just a moment. Okay, one of my, my all-time classics. Many of you guys, you probably already know it. So it's important that, and I cannot teach you that right there on the phone right now, but maybe join a live stream or you should join after that is print. I do videos every single night. It's only 87 a month or 111 for the VIP. But for $87 a month, you can see me every night, videos, you interact, you ask questions, and there's weekly classes and there's hundreds of hours of videos. But there, I could help you. You've you got to make sure that you're not face-to-face, -face, that you're at a certain angle. For me, oftentimes, people come. Ooh, 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 that get a lot right there. This is something that happens to me a lot. I'm in a nightclub, and some guy comes and goes, hey, I've seen your girlfriend. And I go, shit, my girlfriend is here? Or which one of my girlfriends would be here? And then I realize, no, it was a girl that I was just briefly interacting with, but from the outside, they are certain that we know each other because of the way I position myself. It's important also, see, one distinction, you should have you on the crowd and the girls should have their back to the crowd. So it becomes more difficult for people to come in. You probably also linger too long before there is touch. If they witness a long interaction without touch, lovers people who are really hooking up would touch by now. So you need to master the art of smoothly touching. Okay? They also probably witness that from the distance you are pleasant, I'm sure, as a person. And this is not you, your true nature, but this is something you got to work on. But you don't subcommunicate that you're not the kind of guy you want to fuck with. And that has nothing to do with looking mean or anything. There's a certain level of personal freedom and expression that keeps other guys away. For the same reason that I explained during this call, which is when a person knows that they cannot go as far as the person they're going to deal with in a certain direction, they don't bother. So those guys, you're, you're telegraphing from the distance that they, they could top that. Okay?
uh, you also need to relocate them. You also must make sure that you're mindful that they may arrive. If they arrive, one thing we learned this weekend to do to beautiful women, but to also do to guys, is to destabilize a person. Destabilize a person. So me, my favorite way to destabilize, if a guy starts to come to a girl, okay, I will uh, dis the girl towards the guy and talk strong to him while I laugh. And then that surprises him because that's the last thing a man will expect another man will do. They can expect that you may get a little protective. They may expect that you get a little competitive. And they may expect that you get a little bit uh, insecure, okay, that you demean. That they may expect. Or that you become friendly. These are not abnormal. But the last thing they expect is that you raise your arm and you go, man, I can't believe my wife is, is so fucking crazy tonight. And then you turn to her and you laugh and you go, baby, you forgot our anniversary. The guy goes, foul, not found. And he's not sure if you're kidding or if it's really your wife. Now, the next problem is that if your game is not in place, when you turn to the girl and you say that, she's going to be, no, I'm not her, his wife. So make headways is a solution for everything. At the core, we got to remind ourselves genuinely genuinely how important is this for us because as humans we often are a total contradiction and there as men you know we want women we want women but what are we really willing to do for it now here's a bonus for you you're going to love it okay you're going to fucking love it early on you need to frame things okay so it's one of my classics let's say i start to talk to two three girls one girl little group at a nightclub First, you got to be loud and not loud with tension. You got to be smooth. You got to be what stands out there. You cannot be overpowered by the girls. So I tell them, ladies, you know what? Men suck. Now, I got their attention. A guy telling a group of women that men suck. And when I go suck, I, I do a gesture with my hand like I'm cutting up their dicks. I go, I tell you why. I tell you why. Listen to this. Okay? See, there, it's also strong. I tell you what, I tell you, check this out, listen to this. And then I turn and I'm next to them. So it looks like we already know each other. I say, some of them are so weak. And I again do the gesture that they will only talk to a girl or girls if they see another guy doing it. How sad is that? I call them the vultures. Vultures, you know, like those birds that go in the desert and wait until death has come to go eat. And then I make a little gesture like I have wings, like a little vulture, and I go, and of course, it's silly. It makes them smile. It makes them laugh. And then I said, but watch. I bet you some of them are going to do it tonight. So the next guy that comes in, in their own mind, they see him as that's a weak man. He didn't do it when we're by ourselves. He waited until somebody else would do it. And there are no shortcut, unfortunately, in life. We're all victims of the quick fix. We all wish we could take a, pick, a pill and finally fuck women left and right. Uh, yeah, you can go blow your money on prostitutes, uh, catch a fucking disease, get arrested if it's illegal, uh, have one fucking rob you, steal stuff, and how good are you going to feel? You ever come back from fucking a prostitute and the next day you go, man, 
That's me. Look at me. Through time, it erodes your psyche. You know. Eventually, you gotta. You, you feel. You feel bad about it. I, I belong to a spiritual pro, uh, program in which we believe in once in a while, just like emptying yourself and say the things you did that you didn't feel good. That's the prime topic. Guys saying, yeah, man, uh, I fucked that prostitute. And I realize how bad it makes you feel as a man. You can jerk off, okay, porn, and how good do we feel afterwards? Or you can realize that it's possible, but it will take a lot. There's many angles, and you got to score high. All the angles, that's why. Every month we address another topic, another topic, because there's some guys, their game is okay. But their, their delivery kind of sucks. Or they're lacking human psychology. Or they are not really fit as, as they could be. You don't want to be more than you are. You should never traumatize yourself and go, if only I was better looking. But you've got to be as best looking as you can. Sometimes they slack off with their fashion. Okay? Or sometimes also they practice the kind of game that's an early rendition of the game. I was there before, personally. And, and it's a little shallow. It's a little, it's a little too much like a video game. You know, it's like that one girl. And it's not really a human handling human, so it has a lot of, of pitfalls. It's not as natural. And then you take steps. You're one of those guys. You're out. You're talking to a girl once in a blue moon. You bet one. But it's not the consistency of the pulls that you want. Okay, so that's all for tonight. I appreciate everybody. Again, message me, uh, Instagram, Vince Kelvin, Facebook, Vince Kelvin, email Vince at seductioncoaching.com and get those recordings, Thrive with a 10. And also join Aphrodite's Prince. I'm going to be on it tonight. It's every single fucking night. Imagine the luxury of being able via video to ask me questions every single nine, uh, nine every single night every single night for 30 days at a time. For how much? $87. So either do that or don't, don't come crying and go spend $87 drinking, uh, hoping that you're going to get laid through drinking. Good night, everybody. Thank you.